Joker here. Welcome you to another edition of the Knife Party Podcast, where we leave it all on the cutting room floor. And without any further ado, please let me welcome your host, Zachary Evergreen. <laughs> That's right. And welcome to another edition of the Night Party Podcast, where we leave it all on the cutting floor, as the Joker just said. Gotta love that Joker. And with me today is my fellow podcaster, the one who started me in this business, and he keeps dragging me back. One, Jonathan Fallen of Hoodcast AF. Welcome. What's up? Nothing much, with dude. With the Chris crack of the claw. Of Uh-oh. course I am. Jonathan Fallen. So we're doing this. Uh, this is the, even though we're only about four miles away from each other right now. We're doing this on uh, uh, the internet stream, as is all the kids are doing today. Is that right. correct? Yeah. Yeah. Hold on, I gotta open my claw though. You're, oh, <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. You know what? I need to get like a wine bottle cork opening, like the. You know. Yeah, you gotta do something. I gotta do something. I do. I I, I usually shout. Oh, in fact, this show is un. Um, Unofficially sponsored by Director's Cut Francis Ford Coppola uh, 2019 Cabernet. Is it pretty good? For $25, hell yeah it is. But I actually do have a real sponsor. Capson Cork in Vallejo, California. If you want premium adult spirits, and we're not talking about Bud Light. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I'm talking if you want your good micro. We're talking about Stone Cold Lagers. Yes, we are talking uh, about Stone Cold Lagers. Yeah. Yeah, you've been there. I drink a lot of them. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's a good spot. Um, in fact, uh, we're going to have uh, Stefan from there. He's uh, one of the co-owners. He's going to be on talking about the stuff coming up, which is uh, going to be probably a really fun podcast. I mean, a lot of people haven't seen that movie. It's very obscure. It's just one of those movies. Oh. You know. I love Mo Rutherford. Mo Rutherford. Oh, you know why yeah. they call him Mo? Because every time they give him money, he always wants Mo. He always wants Mo. Now, we could talk and- about that movie, but... <laughs> We can't talk about that movie, dude. We're not here to talk we're about not, the we're stuff. Not. So we're actually going to talk about one of your teens. It's going to kill you all. We're talking about um, one of your teenage crushes turned into obsession and uh, a really good movie. In fact, um, it's not like a scare. Well, it's one of those movies that is a horror movie and it has scary moments. But you're just so attracted to what you should be scared of that it makes it not very scary. Does that it, does that kind of nail it on the head there? Yeah. Let me just say I, I've jerked off to this film a couple times. Because, really? You know, it's yeah, the red it's hair, isn't it? Lazy. It, it's that. It's it's all like the body mutilation, and you know, and and that's just the type of porn I'm in, into. But like, let's just talk about this movie. Yes. <laughs> let's. Oh, other than the porn, you know. So don't because, you have some stats on this film? Uh, I do. So I, I looked up Return of the Living Dead Part 3, and it gets 55 on the tomato meter. Like, Uh-oh. that's that's a splat. It is, and but it's the only... audience score is 40%. What? Of spilled popcorn, yes. That is very, very interesting because this movie is like a cult movie. You know, everyone... I've seen people wearing that T-shirt, you know, the... The iconic, she's looking over her right shoulder and she's got like her her claws out, you know, 
And um, it's directed by uh, Brian Yunza. Hmm. He's done uh, a couple of other things that uh, I have no idea what they are. Uh, uh, Arachnid. Uh, he did Faust. Seen Arachnid. Love of, Faust, Love of the Damned. Not the original Faust. The never Dentist seen. Part 2. I remember that. I uh, uh, never Progeny. seen that. Okay, I've seen These that. These are all like straight to VHS movies. The Dentist, the first one. So he did do the first Dentist and the second Dentist. He did all dentist. the Dentist, dude. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, that's kind of interesting. Um, I, I only know him from this movie until you said a couple of those. Like, I've heard of one. I've seen one. I've seen parts of one. But Oh, dude, he did Honey, I Blew Up the Kid. No, he didn't. That's terrible. Yes, he did. <laughs> he hey, did Silent Night, Deadly Night, part five. I didn't even know four. they made a part three. <laughs> Yeah, I, I knew they did. I just never saw it. Bride of the Reanimator, he did that too. I and think... Rean he did Reanimator. Oh, he's a producer on Reanimator. I was going to say, there's okay. no way he did Reanimator. Um, he was a producer. He's like, yeah, this is good. Here's some money. Didn't Cronenberg do Reanimator? I don't know. I don't know. See, that's a Jeff Ugly Shoes question. That guy, that's like one of his favorite movies. Now, I don't understand. It's like that and Phantasm, I don't get the appeal because a lot of people like those movies. And it's just like, Okay, but this movie I really like because this is, if you think about it, in my mind, even her name is fucking Julie. This is a tale of Romeo and Juliet. Think oh, I'd fuck Julie. <laughs> <laughs> you made me spit on I mean, my mic. We all know Seinfeld did. Yeah, yeah, she, he did. He was in a because you know Jerry dates everyone wait, in real life. All wait the a models, minute. All the actresses. First off, everyone needs a drink. You made a Seinfeld reference. Sec so cheers. Second look, off, um, she's in the episode where he like uh, has the hairy shaves his chest and she doesn't know. Yeah, the werewolf so episode. Cute. Yeah, which and is the funny. Which is funny because when we you were the last person to do it with me when we covered Lost Boys, Star was in a Seinfeld episode. Wait, which? I can't which, spare a square. She was the oh, girl. Yeah, she right. couldn't spare a square. And also, remember Kramer that was calling bitch. her up for for uh, a phone sex. That's right. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just I'm rewatching that again with Nicole. So we're 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 dude, there's no seven degrees of Kevin Blake bacon. It's all Seinfeld. Dude. It is. It's it really is. It real. It's not even seven degrees. It's more like four degrees of Jerry Seinfeld because you know there's just so much. It's too uh, easy. It's too easy, man. And also, too, Nicole looked this up. Seinfeld had eighty uh, two girlfriends during the whole series. And See, that, that dude's a pimp, man. Dude, 10% of those, I know, because what, it ran for nine seasons? That means he had, on average, if you do the math, about nine, sorry, 10 girlfriends a month. Or, sorry, and in a calendar year. Even, that's not even close to real life, because in real life, Jerry dated about a 1,000 models, dude. <laughs> Is he as bad as uh, um, DiCaprocock, who always has, yeah. like, when, once they turn 24, he's like, sorry, dude. No, because, well, yes, Jerry's just like that until, you know, he got, you know, married down and, like, had a kid. But. He has a kid? Jerry did. Yeah, Jerry has a kid. I think so. I think there's a, yeah, there's a young girl Seinfeld. I've seen her in, like, some flick recently. Maybe it was, like, a Netflix show or something. She kind of hot, I think. So I don't remember. I don't know if I went to a different website because I'm looking at my stats here is 55 on Rotten Tomatoes and 92 audience. So really? I may have I'm went. On, I'm on, I'm on the, the Tomatoes website. 
Maybe I went to IMDb or I don't know. Anyway, that doesn't matter. As long as we got the stats out there, what would you give this movie? Uh, like, so as far as just a all around movie, I'd give it like, you know, 70 percent, you know, top 10 zombie movies, though. Um, top 10 zombies got to be. I'd put it up there as like maybe number nine. You know, I was going to say number nine sounds about right with me. I'm going to give this number a- eight because Julie gives it, you know, a boner plus. Yeah, she gives it plus boner. Plus, actually, the dad, John, can actually act. Kurt ruins this movie. You know who they wanted, and you know they wanted John the, Connor. They wanted Fur Dog. You know they wanted Fur Dog. And Fur Dog. The Fur Dog, Fur Dog <laughs> would have made this movie great. Here goes the other thing, too. It's very telling that he's like 19 and she's like 26. Yeah. Well, she's also bigger than him. Oh, yeah. It's. I mean, I mean she, taller. She well, she she was a model, and you know, models need to be tall. It's kind of like, and they also need to date Jerry. <laughs> yes, they do. They need to date Jerry. So, do you want to just jump into this this fucker? Do you yeah, want to fuck this pig? All right. So, um, first off, we're getting a uh, uh, we get we get a you know the opening scene, and our opening scene is like you're in this kind of what looks like a Fallout setting, like basement terrible, government. Dude. What what the it's effects? Terrible. Oh. Like, no, not the effects. The effects are great in this. No, film. I mean the the but backgrounds. The set, piece, the set piece in the beginning, it looks like you're in laser tag. <laughs> it looks it so does. shitty. And the music they play in the beginning, it's like it's like haunted house, like from the fifties music. You know, bam bam. Yeah. Oh, I'm playing so in like, the background now. <laughs> right. You know all those shitty zombie movies always use weird like techno not techno music but that keyboard yes you know, that's all the board yeah this is definitely this is definitely this was all done on a yamaha like four five hundred dollar thing and yamaha, uh, uh, yamaha you pick the heart uh by the <laughs> way dude episode 40 is my masterpiece i can't wait for you to hear it uh you will move on from that i promise i'll save robocop part two for you but number one you is know- already in the bag the episode I did with you on Lost Boys, I re-edited the beginning and I added Robocop sounds to us going, ah, uh, ah, uh, yeah. that whole scene is playing in the background. So like Robocop is there with us going, goof, goof, like kind of making noises and dude, it's great. It oh, works so be- well. Before we really jump into this real quick, um, like, let me, let me, let's just do like one 45 second of promotion. All right. You could find me at Knife Party Pod, uh, or sorry, um, Knife Party Pod, um, dot, podbean.com if you're listening to this say on like youtube and you actually i don't know want to see it because we're blacklisted from from itunes i don't know why or you can get on patreon.com slash knife party pod where can we find hoodcast day off mr fall uh, anywhere pretty much just just not youtube because we don't do anything for youtube because youtube is gay isn't that weird not that i do youtube and you don't wrong with that like there's the not nothing up. wrong with that drink <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with that no, it's funny because I actually like YouTube now, even though they shadow ban me. It's just I get like a, 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 you know, when you put stuff up and you recheck and you're like, I have like 200 downloads and I haven't been on here in like one week. You know, I it, yeah, it's shadow downloads. You're like the jerk Paul of YouTube. <laughs> I just try to do what I can. So uh, anyway, uh, you have a Patreon though as well, right? Where you can get special episodes like this and maybe Slime Wreck Radio. Absolutely, man. It's uh, patreon.com forward slash hoodcastaf, and you can join the broke-ass NECA tier. NECA is a type of figures that break, but they're getting better now. I mean, their details and they're, like are great, and like of course I collect them. But still, the broke-ass NECA tier is only $3, 
and you get all kinds of different media of Hoodcast AF and, you know, a lot of our people on there doing their own I think shows. Like I'm Monkey. on there, too. I, I mean, besides <laughs> besides a slime wreck, I think, like, you have a knife party or two up there, which that's totally cool for you to use. Yeah. Absolutely, um, dude. Because I undercut you. For only $1, you could join the Knife Party <laughs> podcast and get all these episodes free and, uh, and uh, yeah. I mean, not free, but ad free. Mans- when I have three mansions, I'll come visit you at your one mansion. That's fine. That's <laughs> Wait a minute. I see what I'll you did there. I'll telecommute from StreamYard. It'd be great. All right. So, anyway, <laughs> there's these this set. Okay, there's only a few scenes in this movie, like where it's filmed. And one of them, and it's majorly this one, do you think they would have spent more time? Because you could tell everything is just spray-painted uh, um, fiberglass, you know? And right. and it's and you could, I mean, on, on VHS, it looks pretty cool because VHS is so distorted on celluloid. Uh, Even but- though when I saw this movie, when I first, the, this opening scene, I was like, oh, man, this movie's going to suck. When, like, you know, yeah. Return of the Living Dead 1 and 2 were pretty cool. Oh, 1 they is one of the scariest movies of all time. I put 1 oh, up against... Man. Yes, Tarman. I mean, Tarman is not. Why do people like Tarman? I don't like Tarman. It's the I way he moves. I, I might be the only person because he's a puppet, but I might be the only person in the world who does not like how Tarman looks. He's too cartoony for me. He looks like he would have a Saturday morning cartoon you think on so? Fox. Like, I'm Tarman, and then people think I'm gross because in the '90s, kids loved gross-out stuff for some reason. Boogers and farties. In Cabbage Patch Dolls with boogers and farties, uh, boogers and farties all day. So, but we could, Slime. Slime we is could, cool. we could definitely see where this money went to because it definitely didn't go on the music. It definitely didn't go on casting, and it definitely didn't go. But it did go on effects. So Absolutely. we get, so uh, for we 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 see this um, this argument between this general and and this other girl so there's this bitch in this movie this cunt she's got like that fucking uma thurman hair but it's she does not wear it well and she, it's brown and she's, she's talking terrible like main bad guy of she, military she's, she's like she's like the original karen like really she is she's like uh, i don't think john that you're so john has this humane approach they're, they're using zombies for warfare after the events of movies one and two even though two doesn't count idea. because two isn't canon out. You know, two well, two has the same guy, same actors playing grave robbers when they were like dead in the other one too. Yeah, uh, yeah. So two isn't canon. Like two is Evil a parody. Dead two. Yeah, you know, exactly. Evil Dead one was Evil Dead two. So this one comes after the events of number one, which comes after the events of Night of the Living Dead. They even mentioned that. But it, probably got in trouble for that but who knows maybe george a romero is a fan would they let a woman run a secret organization of the government that's controlling zombies for war dude it's 2023 do not get me canceled you could find send all your hate mail (laughs) if gosh point oh can do it why can't i do it yeah you're you (laughs) know what you're right why can't why can't a white male named john who actually is good at acting fucking run a government facility anyway uh, that's because this came out in 93. <laughs> Look, if you can parallel park this car, you got this job. You can run the zombies and whatever you want. Wow. <laughs> oh, darn. So the music right now that's playing in the background, you you can't hear it, but this is the scene. So they're arguing she's got an exo- exoskeleton program where they're in these like kind of like little mechs or like kind of like power armor, these zombies, and they can yeah. fight. And then they could turn them off and on with a a lever in the back which is really dumb because who's going to go in the back of a zombie even though they are slow you know and, and you're this gonna superpower these zombies yes with anime mechs and like you're gonna have to get close to them to turn them off why well, not a remote control right 
I know. Well, anyway, John's approach is he's got these like freeze guns. The only problem is they have to prime up. They go, and then you shoot, and you have to nail them dead center. It's like a hot pocket. Hot pocket's not ready yet. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Jim Gaffigan. You have to hit them dead center in the head in order to freeze the brain instead of killing them like it normally would. Well, it depends what I think in. All these movies you have to dismember and burn. I don't think they die. Yeah, in these movies, in Return of the Living Dead, you have to burn them. You can't. Yeah, because even skulls are alive sometimes. Yeah, it's and weird. Yeah, and there's. I remember in the first one, there's someone sawed in half, and both of them are moving around. You know, so um, you ha you have to incinerate them. And uh, anyway, so they're kind of arguing over this project now. Um, it's a success. The freeze gun is when they they operate on this naked zombie dude. Who kind of a little bit? We used to joke around, look like your your step stepmom. Oh, that that guy who plays the first zombie that you see in the scary film, as shit. He's, he's played zombies in almost every zombie film like known in America. You know, he's been in both the Return of the Living Dead's. He's been in like the remake of Night of the Living Dead, which is really awesome too. Yeah. So, but he's let's been in a lot of zombie flicks. Let's rewind he's a little. He's been in Walking Dead. He's he's been. A I didn't know zombie, that. Yeah, professional zombie. Uh, in a lot of uh, movies, it's funny because I just watched um, some uh, doc on Seven because I'm going to do that movie uh, coming up, and there is people like you know the 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 uh, sloth guy, the guy that was like 90 pounds, where they walk in and he's got all those like uh, air fresheners. That dude like is one of those guys where he weighs 90 pounds just naturally, and people use him as a corpse and everything. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's the uh, what's in the bag movie, right? That's in the but no, it's in the box. It movie. Know, You've I've, seen Seven. You still love Seven. You speak no, one of your. because everyone knows what's in the box. So I thought it was a little. Oh, joke, I see like, what you're doing. No, sorry, dude. I'm too sober for humor right now. Um, so we cut back first to Julie, and Julie is at like a bonfire party, and we get a little bit of foreshadowing because she likes putting a Zippo lighter to her hand, and her friends are like, "Stop!" Oh, yeah. She goes, "It feels good," you know. Dude, I was like. Dude, I'm into this chick because I like leather, leather, stockings, red hair, right? And then uh, jean, cut off jeans, shorts. Um, yeah. I mean, what what can you not want? She looks like a typo negative fan that hates her parents, especially her dad. Dude, that means she's easy. I know. And she's hot. And she'll do yeah. anal. Not there's anything oh, yeah. wrong with that. <laughs> she's into pain later. That's what you do when she's cutting herself up. You give her anal. I think you know what. Really, wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! I think that if he were just to give her anal all the time, we wouldn't have. No, because she'll get used to it. She always wants Mo. She's like Mo Rutherford. Oh, bringing it back to the stuff. So anyway, she's burning herself, and then uh, her boyfriend, like uh, whose whose name is um, God, fucking, I just watched this movie. He's John just... Connor. <laughs> so John Connor comes up, uh, Jeff. Kurt, Kurt spelled with a C. Kurt, Kurt, Kurt spelled with a C. Kurt rides up on his motorbike, and uh, you know he, uh, she's like, "Do you got it?" And he he rides up on his motorbike. Okay, easy money. Yeah, okay. exactly. I think I see and, that kid, he went over there, and he's got a, a security card. Hmm, sound a little familiar. Uh, yeah. And then uh, he's like, "I got it." And she's like, "You got it. Let's go see." So he's going to show also, her. Also, perfect role for Furlong because every movie Furlong's in. Where's his mom? In this movie, where's his mom? What's his haircut oh like? Oh my god! Edward Furlong. Holy this fuck. this 
and he wants to be a rock and roll drummer and move away. Oh, we'll Perfect. get to that. Hold on, let's let's save that because that scene is so. Wait, good. you've heard that Edward Furlong album though, right? Where uh, he, he sings. It's great. I celebrate it's- his whole collection. <laughs> Dude, Let's put it this way. Part. I'd rather listen to that. Than... Dude, I... if if you could play that, like somehow get that like on here. So I'll play it. I'll it. play it at the end of the episode. I'll, I'll I will. I swear. It's so great. I know. Oh, yeah. His version of People of Strange is just amazing. <laughs> he wanted to be in Lost Boys, dude. It was great. Did you do you think he had to have wanted to be in Lost Boys? I'm sure he, he tried out dude. he had to have he was a little too young but yeah oh yeah you're right um i think he was going through i think he was going through adoption stuff at the time too because like he actually was a troubled child let me just type this in jonathan talk a little bit about this movie on the motorbike ride now remember this is b- before the accident this is when they're going up to the facility and she licks the card and all that stuff and i'm gonna look up this song yeah i like, it's been a while since I, because I didn't prep to see this movie. Like, I've seen it so many times. So I forget a lot of the scenes. But yeah. Okay. So they're on the motorbike. But are they coming from the parents' house going to the facility? Yeah. Uh, this is sure. before. Yeah. Because John doesn't realize they're gone yet. You know, remember they're, they're making, yeah. they, they, they're going to the facility. And this is before they have their lovemaking romantic scene with a really shitty boombox. This is when they're driving there. And the card doesn't work. Oh, first off, it's funny. He goes, hey, I'm here to see my dad. And she's on the back. And the guard's like, yeah, cool, whatever. And just lets him in. Like, whatever, dude. (laughs) You can come in where we're doing experiments on zombies. It's totally cool. You're John Connor, right? Exactly. Yeah, man. I'm John Connor. (laughs) Can I get your autograph? I love T2. Uh Uh-oh. All right. I found found the song. Now, I don't think you're going to be able to hear this. But uh, should I play it anyway? Yeah. All right. I'm just going to play it. All right. Here's People Are Strange. By Edward Furlong. Um, there's probably going to be a stupid YouTube ad. Oh, no, there's not because this song is not very. Yeah. Nobody Here we go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you can hear this? No. Oh, by the way. <laughs> but I know. This song. This is on the album called Fur Dog Forever. No, it's not. It's uh, Hold On Tight. By I- <laughs> no, no, that's who put it up. No, that's his main song. No, no, it, the, it's called Hold On Tight by Edward Furlong, but the person that put this up is Fur Dog Forever. I'm not lying. I could screenshot this for you. <laughs> he almost made me sick law, dude. Not cool. A fucking waste of oh, my God. Hold on. I can't even... I never thought this would make it on our podcast, like because we're not it's even so great. Strange, when it is the best shit I've ever heard. You know what's funny? I want to find. What about if is you were to final? What about if? Oh, there's got to be. I love his look too. He's like leaning on his elbow, like, oh, I'm so done with this, and he's got his awesome fur dog hair, which is purposefully messy, but you know, like, like a makeup artist like spent time on this and he's dude you know what do you know how long i tried to get that hair it never worked out i just looked like a big cock <laughs> dude you, you i know you've heard this song but it's it's bad it's bad i'll tell you one thing man when we do brain scan because i'm planning on doing brain scan with you we got to play that in the background like the whole time <laughs> <Love brain scan. clears throat> 
You know what's great about I'm Bane's a big fur dog catalog, dude. Dude, like I celebrate his whole collection. I love the dog. Yeah, absolutely. I love furry dogs. Love all the dogs. Hey, didn't you have him on your show love a few fur times? Dog, the fell dog, poor dog. You're friends yeah, with him still. You had him on the show. He was, he was great. <laughs> I love the fur uh, dog. We kind of fell out. That's the last time I seen him at the con. He didn't sign my uh, fur dog figure. I haven't seen him uh, in a while, but um, I'm trying to get back in cons with ugly shoes. Maybe maybe if I bump into him, I'll, uh, I'll be like, what's up, man? You used to be you know, a NECA member. What, what happened? Anyway, so, so the easy money bank teller card doesn't work, so she licks it mm-hmm. because that's a trick everyone knows. You lick your and fucking card. And she does it hypersexually, then- too. Like, she does the whole tongue curl afterward. Like, you can do that tongue curl. You're like, oh, my God. <laughs> you could just picture <laughs> Jerry. Loves- Jerry. Jerry, you should see what she does with business cards. Oh, um, my God. <laughs> so they enter in and they see the zombie uh John, not John Connor, John <laughs> Kurt's dad, his uh his experiment fail. Uh because even though they shoot it in the head, like it reconstitutes and, and it just gets out and it goes and it makes the most horrific dude, fucking noises ever. Snaps like a dude's neck and then Yeah. yeah. And bites another guy and then and then they lock down the thing and they're trying to shoot it with a gun, and you hear it go, dude, 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 and the suspense is building, and you see four of these military dudes just get fucking murdered by this thing, and they lock it down, and of course, now they're going to be ex- experiments, and then this bitch walks up and goes, so I guess we're going to go full force with the exoskeleton project. How does she say so calm? I don't know, because she's a she's bitch. In real life. She is a, nah, she, I don't know. They say nah, like right. a nice people are better playing evil people and and vice versa, but because because yeah. you're not playing yourself. Um, so then, but we, you know, here's what they never did though: those guns take a while to charge. They yeah. never built that up and used that for suspense. I know, like it, you know, like oh, I got the gun and now I can like do something, but now it won't work because well, you have here's to do- here's my main thing about it is that gun relies on air pressure. That's why there's a tank with it. Um, why don't, instead of having a two-man crew with one like charging it up, why didn't they just have it on the back like a super soaker and have it air pressured? Because if it yeah, was air pressured, you could have been like, psh, 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 you know, just like a, a paintball gun. Um, maybe they don't want it, like, impregnating the brain too much. You know, I, I, there's special bullets that freeze, yeah. that explode, that don't harm the brain because I'm just you don't want to harm it. I'm just saying it's a plot point in this movie where this gun has to charge. And anyway, shit goes bad. Julie sees this and she's like, oh, my God, because they're on the roof, like peering in, you know, because they got in so willy the nilly. Yeah, they're in the alien vents. So then they go back to Kurt's house, Kurt's dad's house, John's house. And and they're like making the love. You could see Julie's nipples. The scene is amazing. She has a fantastic little vermilion vertuberances or sorry, mammalian vertuberances. And the cutest little nipples. You just want to go bing, 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 you know. And <laughs> I mean, that's what you want to do. And then, uh, and and they're, you know, then John, his dad, comes home. And they all like, you know, just like everyone else, when you get walked in on, you all like cover up. like, <laughs> And he goes, son, I'd like to speak to you in my office. And he's like, I've been I'm transferred. I'm sending you to Oates Military Academy. Not, <laughs> not go-kart camp? go-kart camp okay so <laughs> two different movies that we referenced actually i think we're on like five by now so then uh um, hey john this is 
Colonel Van Halen. All right, there is six and seven. Because <laughs> why is John Wick calling in? Anyway, uh, so then. <laughs> I'm not going to assassinate you, dude. I mean, sir. <laughs> So uh, he, he goes, you know, in his office, he goes, we're being transferred to this and that. And he's like, no, dad, I just finally made friends. And he goes, you mean your girlfriend? He's like, dude, you're a kid. This is puppy I love. It's not love to her or she made love to me. And I laid there and, and th- she showed me her boobies. Exactly. <laughs> and then uh, he goes, by the way, have you found my fucking card? And he's like, oh, no, dad, I'm sure it will turn up. Um, uh, you should see what she can do with two, like a lawn chair, two tuning forks and uh, two milk bottles and a tuning fork. Yeah, those two mech b- melt bottles have to do with their little DDDDs, I think. I'm not sure. I don't know where they the tuning fork up. goes. I have they ideas. I don't know how they fill up, but it's white stuff. We talked about Killer Tomatoes. We did not talk about the tuning fork. I think it goes in the urethra, the pee hole. It's, it's got to go somewhere. It got to. So you right? have to like hit it so it vibrates just exactly. right, and it vibrates your, your prostrate, I think. You think so? The prostrate. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, apostrate so I, like it's like a church thing anyway he goes i i'm not leaving and and then uh uh julie's all so cool yeah Ugh, i'm not leaving and Ugh. then hold on i have a list of what he packed a pair okay. of drumsticks yes some hot wheels cars no nope. a couple of action figures nope just one pair of drumsticks that's what he packs <laughs> one pair of drumsticks that's what he packs and he goes we're getting Look, out of here julie and she goes like we're on our own. He goes, yeah, we're on our own now. And then, so I think this takes case. He's a drummer, so he did not pack underwear. He's already uh, Stop the bike right there. He's a drummer. Um, I didn't see him play drums once in this movie. Uh, he didn't, he doesn't have a sick drumsticks, though. He just has one pair of drumsticks. I think this uh, movie takes place in California. Here's why. Because um, they don't, they don't say. But they are on the beach scene at one point, and they they say, we're going to drive up north to Seattle, and I'm going to be in a band, and you could party all night. That's actually what's written down. <laughs> That's the dialogue yeah, in this know, movie. You know how drummers do? They drum on everything and everything ever. They do. And he never drums once. No. On anything. But he really likes, he does the whole Terminator 1 thing when like Kyle Reese throws in like the plastique in the bag, and he goes, well, I shouldn't have done that. He does the same thing with two drumsticks, and he's like, fuck it, dad. And then, uh, you know, the, the dad's like, you're on your own, son. Like, Or he doesn't even say that. The dad is actually the only voice of reason in this fucking movie besides Riverman. We'll get to him in a second. Yeah, Riverman um, rules. Yeah, Riverman's the fucking star of this movie besides Julie. So, um, so anyway, they leave, you know, un- and and John's pissed. and and But he knows, like, his son's just blowing off steam or whatever. And then she gets super excited at his independence. So she's kind of feeling down his crotch on the back of his, like, moped or whatever the fuck it is. It's like a Yamaha motor. Yamaha, you pick the heart. Kawasaki. We are not sponsored by Yamaha, but we fucking should be. So anyway. I'm doing a different movie reference of Fear and Loathing when, like, that dude's talking in the. Yeah, no, I I know what you're doing. I'm doing Robocop. Yamaha, you pick the heart. Um, I know what you're up to, man. Hey. Can we get back to the fucking movie? <laughs> yeah. So anyway, we we go back and um, uh, that you know she's fooling around, touching his crotch. She's on the back of the motorcycle, and he goes, "Julie," and then like you know, they he gets in a wreck. She flies and she directly hits a telephone pole, uh-huh. like straight up collarbone he, and, and jaw first. Like, like you know, after the sex scene, I'm like, look, all these shitty movies got to have a sex scene. I don't care, and, you know. But this happens. I'm like, oh fuck. Okay, this is cool. 
Yeah. This is where the cool shit starts. The first time I I don't did we I think we saw this together for the first time. I don't think you saw it and then I saw I think we you and I both saw it the same exact time. For the first time. Maybe. Um I know that like look, this is not one of the the this is not the first movie where you get an inside where one of the main characters is turning into a zombie. It's not cuz that happened in Day of the Dead. But this you get a more personal level of what it's like to become a zombie with the like I'm hungry for this oh, and all that. Yeah. That's really cool, man. This movie is more like a vampire movie in a way than it is a zombie movie. I mean, in yeah, a lot of ways. Like, it's about turning into a monster and getting and I know those black and white movies did it with the Wolfman and shit like that, but they, they sucked. sucked. <laughs> like the look, we just love them for what they are. Yeah. And we have to like praise them because they made you, you have to like Lon Chaney Jr. or else you're not a real fan. I get it. Well, yeah, I'm gonna tell you one thing. Uh, this 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 is anyway. So she dies, right? Now, here goes the thing. He's like, I can bring you back. So she rides on the back of the motorcycle, clearly ragdoll dad. Now, now he's he's also Edward Furlong in Pet Cemetery Two, where he. Oh my God! You just brought it together. You yes. just brought it together. You have to bury your own, to, and you know you, that's the way the Indians did it. Do you? They stole the key card and licked the card. By the way, I'm listening to the music right here, right now, and it's not too different from the Pet Cemetery soundtrack. It sounds pretty close. I Pet Cemetery's ba- well. I mean, no, I'm not talking about the the music. I'm talking about the OST, the, the score. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but anyway, they go back. Now, keep in mind, this is probably only about two and a half hours after they left the first time. And he goes here to see my dad again. It must be like 1:30 a.m. at this <laughs> point, right? Okay. All right, John. Hey. Hey. How you doing? What's up, man? Hey, dog. Not only that, if these are security clearance cards, don't you think that they would know that he lost his card and someone's using it? Like, I'm just saying. He has to to carry a woman who's two foot taller than him. (laughs) Okay, let's be fair. More like nine inches, but all right. But, dude, nine inches is a lot. I mean, that's (laughs) what they tell me. Yeah, and, you know, he can't be that big because, no, he's short. No. So, anyway, they get in. um, Well, he and her corpse... And then he uses the spray stuff, the trioxin, to reanimate her like they did with the original zombie. Oh, I we failed to mention the the corpse was dead. They spray it with this gas called trioxin. And, and like, uh, dude, he puts on the mask for a second, sprays the trioxin, and then like, yeah, the room isn't know, even cleared yet. The room no, is it's like, not, it's not, not cleared. It's not. And also, apparently, you have to be gassed hella hard with trioxin to become a zombie. You can't just get a little whiff of it. I, I don't know. I mean, dude, with these know. weapons, I don't know. She comes back immediately, just like they all do. So, I mean, at least that's consistent. But she's not like, ah! She's like, Kurt, oh, that was amazing. She thinks that they're still in bed fucking. Like, she... Right. And then she's she like, wait a minute, time. where are yeah, we? Lost time yeah, yeah, she has a blackout. And she's like, where are we? And, he, and you know, he's like, don't worry about it. Like, let's get out of here, right? And, um, oh, shit, where the hell was I? See, I'm and just she going. Was like, yeah, she go was ahead. like, how's, how's Wolfie? And he's like, Wolfie's fine. Wolfie's just fine. Oh, yeah, I forgot, failed to mention. Okay, I need a, Kurt does have a blue Ibanez guitar in the corner. And here's how I know this. That was the same goddamn guitar the same model and same make that that Jeff, uh, the tech that makes the show all possible, recorded half of the tracks on Heaven Seals. So he has a guitar and drumsticks. Wow. Ah. Okay. Dude, he probably has a Garfield poster, too. And like a... Hang in there, baby. 
Yeah, he's got the poster of Einstein with his tongue out and a Michael Jordan. Hey, that's Bodo. You, we don't even. Let's not even get started with Bodo. That's like that's every sitcom kid ever. Come on. Okay, I'm with you on that one. So Kurt tells Julie about the bike accident. The barrel zombie then attacks, and now this barrel is not as scary as the uh, tar man, but it's supposed to be a tar man. But the this one. Oh, because its shoulder and its head are fused together, and it like rips apart. So cool, and he's like, yeah, it does have cool noise. And then he rips his head off the shoulder. Yeah. And it, you see all the goo separate. And it's like, half it's skull. Awesome. It's half skull and half face. Dude, and he screams. It's so cool. And anyway, and uh, puppet, dude. so the guard finally is like, what's going on here? And he gets eaten. And then they escape. And then she's like, Kurt, is that what I'm going to become? Right now, John's dad, Kurt. Like, no, you're going to be like the movie Dead Girl, where a bunch of kids just rape a zombie corpse. Uh... <laughs> I haven't even thought of Dead Girl in a minute. Thank you for reminding me because that's a, that but is a good and also should have starred Edward Furlong. The guy. Oh my, oh my god. god! Oh my god! That guy looks just like him too. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! Oh man, my Fitbit says I I need to calm down. Okay, <laughs> adolescent man. We were all John Connor at once. We all would have done a zombie if they were hot. Uh, what do you mean would have um, so John <laughs> Kirk's dad discovers what's up you know and uh, Julie is on the bike she's like I'm hungry I'm hungry I need food I need food right so they she stop <laughs> she doesn't okay. know what she wants so they stop yeah, at do like the 7-Eleven isn't that, isn't that like what do you want for dinner I don't know what do you want well I'm going to name seven things seven restaurants no nah, I don't want that what What do you really this is the normal between like a uh, girl and a guy, what do you want to eat, dude? This I, is let me Gio tell you no. the, the last Gio time. No. The last time this shit happened, to my wife is we were on vacation and 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 I was like, we should go here, we should go, here. and she goes, I want to go to Cracker Barrel, and I'm like, really? You're on vacation. Why would you go to Cracker Barrel? Exactly. That that's what I said. I said Cracker Barrel is expensive and shitty. Why don't we go to somewhere where it's expensive and good? Because uh, we're on vacation. Let's not go to a chain. We go there and. Out of protest, well, also because I didn't like, I'm like, I'm not hungry. I just want a beer. It's cool. And she just sat there eating, and I just stared at her the so whole time. Like and your, this no, is like your date, Julie. No, this is the last time that. What are you Did hungry you eat for? Santos? No, Santos showed up. He's like, and then then San, the the chick who's like, get him, Santos. No, this is the last time ever, though, that we've ever had that. What are you hungry for? Conversation? Because I'm like, let's go here. I'm going to pay. So when you pay. You can go where you want, but this is the last time I'm paying for a place that I do not want to eat at. That shit stopped. There's no more what do you feel like shit anymore, ever. It's you know whoever's paying. No, it's because Cracker Barrel, you don't have to parallel park. No, dude, she didn't even know what she wanted. She got like chicken wraps from Cracker Barrel. What? Anyway, Julie doesn't know what she wants. They go in this convenience <laughs> store. Did you like that segue? We, they yeah, go into this convenience store, right? And she's like, you know, tearing up ho-hos and Twinkies and just being very Big animalistic problem. about it. Uh, you know, she's just yeah. like ripping shit open. And then she's trying stuff, like tasting it and going, that's not it. That's not it. Exactly. That's not it. And then introduce our heels of this movie, which Love is them. a ragtag gang of <laughs> we. OK, first off, let's go. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, so there's the big boss man who's Santos, right? Santos, Santos. yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's actually, who's the only Mexican in this Mexican gang, by the way. <laughs> who doesn't like Santos? I love Santos. Oh, I love Santos. Santos. And love then you, the Santos. And then you have Shy Girl, who's played by a Filipina, by the way. 
Yeah, uh, shy that girl who's Asian and she looks like she's at a techno noir like yeah. fucking you know some video game about like you know the future. Well, she's playing. They're playing a video game. Remember Santos? He's like, hey, we're doing right. good, essay. So, oh, by the way, Santos calls everyone essay. So if anyone thinks I'm being like fucking whatever, don't meet, don't fucking cancel me, bro. Watch this. Santos says essay more than he says the word the. <laughs> okay, for real. You know, the actor who played Santos, I don't know his name, but like he doesn't talk like that at he all. Ends he ends every single. Like he ends every single sentence with the word essay. Every because single sentence. Look, this script. Everyone's was gonna written. be essay. <laughs> this script was written by a white dude. He's like, this is how they should talk. <laughs> like, all right. First off, you don't it. know that it was written. Was it written by a white dude? I, I think so. I'm, I'm look. It does. Uh, producer Gary Schmoliner. Oh, that's Brian. Jewish. That doesn't count. <laughs> I don't know who wrote. It doesn't say who wrote it. It's rated R. Doesn't matter. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, the Mexican gang gets all evil. And and uh, and and like Julie bumps one of them. And well, he goes, Santos is Santos is played by uh, Mike Moroff. Well, he should be playing Santos more often. Um, so <laughs> he's like saying, "Hey, you're doing really good." Essay. They're playing this video game, and he goes, and she bumps into him or whatever, and like he dies, and he goes, "Hey, he almost got to level seven. That's really what he says. I wrote that shit down. I remember <laughs> that. I laughed a lot. <laughs> but anyway. Moses gang are for real Asian, and they just decide to rob the place for whatever reason. I don't know why you'd want a high score at a place that you're about to rob and enter in your initials. You remember that when you do that, yeah. like the, yeah. Um, so Santos it, was in uh, Dukes of Hazards and like uh, like episodes. He was also in a murder she wrote. <laughs> oh, you know who else was Kramer. Oh yeah, that's right. And did you know <laughs> Elaine wrote a episode of Murder She Wrote? Back no, to not wrote. no. Oh, oh sorry, not that was Murphy Brown. My bad. Murphy Brown. Oh, okay, Murphy Brown. all right. I failed on that. I guarantee there's a way to link that to Seinfeld, but but whatever. So anyway, the store owner they're, they're getting robbed, right? And Felipe is the one who you can't tell his race, but he he's not Mexican. He acts Mexican. He's not Mexican, right? Uh, he they they kind of get in a little shoving match, and uh, uh, you know, Julie and Kurt just want out. They're going to rob the place. He pulls out like a, a, a big fucking revolver and Julie ends up biting Felipe. And then she has a look on her face like, oh, oh. Felipe, he played a, a famous Mexican. He was in American Me. Yeah, he was in that. Didn't know, that, never that, seen. But I, I yeah, know that that movie's, you know, great movie. Is, is it really? Yeah, he was also in Selena. He was in a lot of Mexican movies. Oh, he wasn't Selena. Okay, because yeah, I, I watched that in class, you know, on a rainy day, like at gym or whatever, like years and years ago. So that makes sense. Anyway, yeah. so uh, he bites Felipe, and then you get this realization on her face, like, oh, this is what's been missing. It wasn't a nine-incher. It was, you know, a little bite of Felipe. So <laughs> a little tortilla boy. So anyway, they're getting this place is getting robbed, and uh, the the Mexican gang come out and they shoot the bike, so it's like unusable. So Julie and Kurt just run into the van that so happens to be the the Asian store owner, and he gets sh gut shot or whatever. And uh, he's like, "Give me a ride, please. Give me a ride." You know, so like, get in the car, get in the car. And then uh, the Mexican dudes start chasing him, and he gets shot in the head. He catches a stray bullet, and then yeah. Julie's like, "I'll be right back." And then you right. go, and then and then you see him driving, and you hear this nope. like, 
And she goes, Julie, what's the sound? <laughs> and, but he says it just like that, too. And he's like, Julie, oh, my God. And she's, like, got blood all over her mouth. She's like, brains, you know, they taste good. You know you, you, you know where we're going, right? Yeah. And then Absolutely. he gets all, like, what the fuck are you doing? And he, they pull over, you know, and then he's like, what did you do? And then she jumps out and she goes, Kurt, I can't do it anymore. And she jumps into, like, the the this this ravine this or not ravine this aqueduct this river you know kind of like yeah. where, wait a minute kind of like where John Connor rode his bike and terminate yeah this very Oof. same aqueducts because those aqueducts they only exist in L A dude well there's a they, couple other places but filming wise oh, yes that, dude that's L A yeah that's it, absolutely L A it doesn't matter either way she falls in there and then we see a real main character. We see these rain boots in the river, right? And this yep. this walking stick. And then uh uh Kurt comes down, bandits the car, fuck the the Asian guy, you know. He comes down and he goes like, "Oh, she did. I see the river come up and beat her like a black viper." You know. <laughs> and he's and he he's got like like those crazy eyes, not meth eyes, not fentanyl eyes, not cocaine, it's just like, "Oh, yeah." I haven't seen this before in the Mississippi. Now, at this time of zombie movie history, every zombie movie there is. Wise black man. Magical wise wise black man. Got to have it. Yes. And and, and they know all the secrets. They do. They just somehow do. And it's not like they know the secrets of what they know, like the. You know, like the the kind of folk tale of like history with the zombie movies, you know. Most like definitely. No, when there's no more room in hell, the dead will walk the earth. It's like it's just a given, dude. And let's not forget about Tony Todd, who's just the ultimate zombie badass killer. So right. then we walk. Kurt is trying to go downstream to find Julie, right? He's going down this aqueduct. And Julie is nowhere to be found. And, and Riverman is behind him. And he goes, hey, I told you she's not going to be found. She don't want to be found. She did. And then Kurt's like, Julie, oh, he's, Julie. he's doing his best. Mom. He's doing his best for a dog. You know, he's, he's trying the, to do. He's trying to do. Yeah, dog, he's channeling the dog of the fur. And uh, we see like a bunch of uh, branches and debris over. And you just see her hot ass and fucking stockings. She's I don't care. Oh, I don't so care. Right? Oh, yeah. Let's just. Yeah. Let's just throw and out our toxic masculinity. They're just like a little bit torn here. It's just it, it and does like it. the jean shorts over like the the fishnet stocking. Look, it's just good, dude. if I could eat it, I'd let her eat my brains. Let's just put it that way. All right. So where's your brains at? <laughs> yeah, we know. So anyway, uh, she's fine. She's freezing. She's fine. She's like, Kurt, I'm so upset. Oh, Riverman is played by uh, Basil Wallace. He's been in Joyride. He's been in Blood Diamond. He's been in Marked for Death, Seagal movie. Seen it. He's uh, the main bad guy. Yep. Yeah. That's the first movie where Seagal actually does kicks instead of a keto. Okay. Fun fact. He just kicks people. Because he's got a shotgun too, but hardly uses it. No, uh, well, in his first movies, he only does a keto. And that movie, he finally started doing kicks because Van Damme. Okay. Anyway, back to this movie. Fuck, right. fuck Seagal. I used to get called Steven Seagal when I had my ponytail and shit. All right, buddy. All right, pal. All right. I hate Seagal. He's so bad. Why do you hate him? 
I have. Because he's all fat and bloated, and he wears those yellow sunglasses and thinks he knows everything. And I don't know. He's a highway patrol officer. That's also. I hate them. If you're a highway patrol officer, you can just go fuck off right now. Um, (laughs) Why don't you be a cop and actually do something except for pulling over women in their 30s who are defenseless at gunpoint? He's not like some celebrity who doesn't give back. You know, he's doing something. I guess. So. I'm. Cook. Now we see, just like in Terminator 2, we see the uh, the the Mexican gang pull up, and they're like all like high feet. They're like, "Yeah, fuck you! You better run, SA. You know, and you got Santos. Yeah, you got yeah, Santos. Like and and you beat Felipe, you crazy bitch. And they're like, "We're gonna kill that bitch for for hurting Felipe." And I don't know if I was in that gang, I'd be raising my hand. I go, Santos, with all due respect, I know you've been ra- running this gang for a minute, but don't you think we should get Felipe to I don't know a hospital, and then hey, we'll you run my gang, SA? No, I didn't this- say I was running the game, Santos. SA, well, are you running my gang? Come no. on, should I rename? Wait, I, who invited Baby Joker? I, I, I mean, I, am I Baby Joker? I would I love to be Baby Joker. Santos, uh, did you so ju- good. Santos, did you just promote me to Baby Joker? No, you're little puppet. You're Damn still it. little puppet. Ah. You're SA. Wait a minute. What uh, if, if Felipe dies? Do I get promoted to Baby Joker? Uh, you have to get to level seven, SA. Okay, let's continue <laughs> on. So that way he dies, and then I'll get to level, and then I'll be Baby because I'm tired of being uh, Baby Puppet. I want to be Baby Joker or okay. Little Puppet. Out. Well, SA, you have to beat level seven because Felipe could never beat level seven. He was he about to. Had, he was about, yeah, but he died, SA. What about it? Okay, anyway, so they go after Felipe. Sorry, the crew goes and they bring Felipe, who's gravely injured, by the way. He's like fucking white and shit. Uh, whitest <laughs> Mexican I ever seen. And um, they're chasing, actually, no, there was a girl I knew named Blanca, ironically enough. She was hot. Uh, moving back to the movie. Riverman is like, oh, they're going to get you. So I'll, I'll guide you through the sewers to my secret lair. And this is the best um, aesthetics. This is the best aesthetics of this movie. Like, I don't know how they spent so much. I don't know if they spent money on this part or, or what. But for whatever reason, all this movie, it has a lot of, of, of bad aesthetics. Like... I'm gonna say like one third of this movie is just filmed in that that uh, U.S. government like research lab, but this Riverman scene and this is a good chunk of it. I would say like almost all of Act Two is in the sewer scene, but it looks great. I mean, this sewer scene they have it lit in with like Christmas lights and all these things he's found, these couches. Yeah, it's do really they cool. have power outlets down there? Or is yeah, they do. Remember, he turns it on when they walk in. He, oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And then all these Christmas lights come on, and you see he's got like this nice bed, and he's been collecting all this stuff. This one scene, and I don't mean scene like film scene. I mean like the scene of which they have filming, the, the, the whole like- Set piece. Set piece. Thank you. This set piece looks better than any other part of this movie. It seems like they spent all their money on this. Because, even well, though- mean, it, 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 it's look. Uh, there's a major part happening here where Julie kind of transforms. Yeah, this is the end of part two or Act Two rather, because yeah. Act and One kind of ends when you know she gets taken back. But 
this is so great. So Riverman explains. So he's like, why'd you help us? And he gives him the coin and he goes like, as long as there's someone out there passing this coin to someone who helps another, there'll be a lot of good in the world. And this is I when really like the coin idea. I think it's really cool. And it does come back to play again. And you know, it's you funny. It was I did that in real life. I started carrying a coin on me. I did too. This is a weird thing. And I gave away my coin too. I it gave away my coin as well. Just recently, actually. And I had it for about five years. And I gave it away to uh, somebody at, um, let's just say, where I get a majority of my income. Someone, it seemed like they needed it. And I gave the exact Riffin' Man speech. I'm like, you need this. This will this will give you mad shine. Just give it to somebody I like else. That idea of giving the coin and like it's when you give someone something and it means a lot. And you you see the river man. He's got nothing but some lights, you know. And like he lives. Well, in no, the no, sewer. he's got more lights. If you actually rewatch the movie, he's got like a system of Christmas lights that light it up and looks really cool. Right. He's got a very clean bed, by the way, with like a mosquito net over it. He's got a really right. nice couch. And he's got a bunch of trinkets and whatnots, like obviously. And he goes, "The river brings him to me," you know. And yeah, this but is still like it, the idea that this homeless guy who has nothing knows something, and then by doing a good deed, you pass on the coin. That coin means something. So, and it does later on the it. film too, because yeah. it actually is foreshadowing. So now we have the Mexican gang stalking and tracking. Um, you know, uh, uh, Julie, Kurt, and Riverman. And at the same time, we see John going like, I'm going to go get my son because they see like security footage or whatnot of, yeah. of them coming in. And they see uh, how things play Yeah. And that, and that stupid cunt with the fucking hair wants to go, he must be contained and destroyed. And he's like, that's my son. And so he just gets up a team of loyals and they have like a time limit because the, uh, Either the colonel or the general are going to put her in charge, and he's going to lose. She's going to be able to veto everything he says. So it's a race against the clock now. Because this is a also role reversal. So check this out. This is a role reversal. Like mm -hmm. it's the dude's son. Normally it would be like a mother going, "That's my kid." You know, the mother being a motherly. You know, rather than the father being fatherly. That's role reversal. And like the the leader of the military is like the the woman going, "No, we have to kill him." Yeah, you know? so it's kind of a role re reversal I, I, with family aesthetic of it you know when you think about it i do really like it and i i really like the fact too that like john is not the asshole father john is actually a very nice guy like he it's wants his son just away from this crazy bitch and they're getting relocated and he goes dude grab your stuff like don't worry like it'll be fine like you're it's almost like this movie wanted to be not that it wanted to be it was already doing Kind of like woke stuff. I don't want to say woke because it's not woke. No, uh, this movie's you know, good it's and it's not retarded. So yeah, like you know, role reversals type of shit. Like before, yeah. other movies were purposely doing it to go. Oh, look at us! You know, we have shit in movies that like. Oh, don't not, even get me started, dude. Usual, I, I had know, a. Like, oh. Yeah, no, I mean, you're right. At, you're right. Look at every commercial nowadays. It's role reversal. The men are idiots constantly. You oh know? yeah, definitely. Like, you don't know the secret. It's this dish soap. <laughs> I'm the smartest woman ever. <laughs> yeah, right. So not that I hate, dude. I don't hate women. It's just no, what, they, it's they, what the they, media they, puts on me, dude. Women are fantastic, smart, intelligent, delicious, and at times creative. But they're not funny, <laughs> and that's what we are. And they don't like horror movies. 
So, you know, give us those two credits and then we'll we'll move on from there. And they don't like playing with NECA figures. No, here's the thing. Like, <laughs> women don't go see action films, dude. They don't. No. Who does? Uh, Men do. Actually, no. There, 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 there is certain movies, like, for instance, Terminator 2, girls like that movie. Yeah, okay. Girls do like, I'm saying they do, but they're not the big money grabbers. They're no, not they're not. The target audience, you know, and look, dudes will watch movies with women stars. Like that's proven. I only like know, aliens, like all, all kinds of shit. Dude. I only, yeah, exactly. I was, I was even having this conversation before as role reversal. Don't force someone down my throat because you think we, it's demographically we need it. For instance, I Star was Wars. Uh, no, I, I, actually, I was saying um, Ripley. I believe she's oh. a badass because she's a badass. Sarah Connor, she's a badass because she's a badass. The girl from the Absolutely. Hunger Games, no. Katniss no. Ever, Katnip Sorry. Evergreen is not a badass. I could no. end her with a left hook, right? And uh, well, they're equal, so don't. I don't like abusing women. Okay, all right. Uh, but I said this: you could have a black Superman tomorrow, and it would be acclaimed. But if you had a white. Uh, a, a white guy playing Black Panther, there'd be riots tomorrow. Well, yeah, you can't just like steal, you know. It's not stealing; it's just recasting appropriations. I know, but you know, you know what I'm saying. This like, is when I. This is the one thing I hate about this podcast, man. Is when is when I start talking about this this bullshit fucking look. Everyone already knows all the shit that we. Talk I know. About Let's get back to the movie. So, where the fuck were we? Yeah. So John is. On hot pursuit of Kurt and Julie, but as is the Mexican gang, right? So the Mexican gang are like right behind them, and or they're sorry, they're sandwiched in the middle. So John is behind them. And them. So now Julie and uh, uh, is going to take a little nappy naps, and uh, John and Riverman are asleep. Yeah, she, well, I mean, we think she's sleeping. She's sleeping. Yeah. And then right. we see Kurt and Riverman. They're having, like, a heart-to-heart. -heart, and Riverman's actually giving some good advice, you know. And uh, uh, you know, that's when he gives him the coin and everything else. And then all of a sudden we hear, like, like Santos and crew, like, down, down the uh, uh, pipeline. We can hear him echoing. And he's like, you know, I'll keep you safe. You know, I I'll lead in the wrong way. You guys stay in here. And he's got, like, a secret entrance, you know. Yeah, and so, so he does. Yeah. So... Then, uh, uh, you know, shit ensues where Riverman is getting his ass beat, you know, and uh, he's like, where's the beach? You know, and 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 uh, uh, so is Kurt. And he's like, come on, I say, tell her where she is. You know, you have Santos doing his best Mexican accent, even though know. he is Mexican and he's really, is. really pouring it on. <laughs> he's pouring yeah, it on really. so bad. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I know. Right. So, um. Then what happens is is uh uh you know they're like where is she essay and then we get like a montage right bef right kind of during this or before this or kind of maybe flashback and forth of Julie in the car in the van like was I failed to mention this but she takes off a pen from one of her jackets and she's stabbing herself like for you know for no reason and and she kind of like makes these like kind of coming faces it's subsided like the hunger that she feels yeah. which i thought was really cool it's kind of like vampirism like you got to do something because you can't eat right now yeah you you're distracting you know? yourself yeah exactly right. it's like if you have an itch what's the best thing to do is like move your tongue around because you'll forget and I about thought that was really cool and inventive that a zombie movie has never done 
where someone's turning into zombie, but they find other means to like keep negate it. Yeah, to, to keep it at bay, she's, if you will. She's trying to feel something, you know. And they even say they even say too uh, at the military thing that that bitch with the hair says like she probably has a bond with him. It won't last long, but it probably will last long enough. So that's why they go, you know, John and crew go after him. Now, she takes it to the umph degree now because she's now, she cuts her neck and puts a chain through it. She puts shards of glass. Oh, she realizes too when she's walking. I failed to mention this. She's walking and she accidentally cuts her arm like really bad. And she's like, oh. And she, now she's putting... She's putting nails through her forearms. She has glass all throughout her face. She has, um, she forks her tongue. She has yeah, tons of lip shards. rings. And she's got shards in her boobs and everything. Yeah. Like when she does that first appearance where she's like, Whoa. Oh, we're getting you there. Like, fuck. She puts like fucking coat hanger wire through her hand all the way out of her fingers to make these evil claws. All and, great effects, too. And then she just really decides, so. oh, they're fat, fan fucking tastic. She actually, too, puts a railroad spike through her hand, ties a uh, some stockings through it, and ties it to a boulder or like a rock. So she has like a and, flail weapon. And these aren't designed to be weapons. These are just making her feel human, you know, or feel something. Well, I would argue the rock thing. I well, the rock thing is weird because what do you need the rock on your exactly, hand exactly? That it's not pain, so you're not feeling anything from unless it's like cold rock. Yeah, I feel a cold exactly. Rock. So Kurt, rock? Kurt and Riverman are about to be executed, right, by Santos and company, and I refuse to call them the Mexican gang anymore because I just realized no one in that gang is Mexican, even though we've been talking <laughs> about this movie for an hour, one minute, and thirty eight seconds. Yeah. And then the door slowly opens and we get our Julie monster reveal. And this scene alone makes this movie. I mean, you see her go from boots to face and you just see this like, great reveal of this monster being. And then, of course, she like has her eyes closed and she opens them and like licks her lips and shit. And Santos being like us, a creeper, goes, oh, Kinky, I did the same thing. you're when my kind of bitch, <laughs> dude. And they look the well, me as an audience member, I'm thinking the same thing. Like I'm going, dude. I'm with Santos and company. Like I need to join this gang ASA because <laughs> me and Santos can high five with a rock in our hand. You know, like. <laughs> oh, you're saying? Oh, dude, I would not want to form an Eiffel Tower with Julie and Santos. I mean, that's well, I on you guys. I don't want to get tetanus, but still, you know. Look, Do you know, on, too, tetanus. if, like, you know how cold it would feel? Just saying. <laughs> well, she's still running around and moving, you know, so it's not. You know what? To, probably. Yet. No, she says she's numb and freezing constantly. Um, That's true. Yeah. I mean, she'd probably be. Look, you know, what I just like realized, though, she'd probably be down. She'd probably be down for you to cut out her vagina and put it in the microwave and put it back in like a Fifi bag. Oh, I could do that. It's too much work. It's too much work. Look, here's the thing. That's the lowest no one, we've ever gone on this show. The cold is pretty good. You just have to have it lubed up. The cold will give you more feeling. It's like when a girl puts ice in her mouth and goes down on you. You feel it more. Or like when she's just... Never mind. Uh, 
So yeah. Anyway. All right. So Santos Company. Santos got his little switchblade. She's got her arms out with like a thousand stabby objects, and he's like, "This is a great scene." And he goes like. Hey, I see. Let's go. And then uh, Felipe and everybody else are holding down Kirk. So they're going to go in there and fuck. Mm-hmm. About five seconds goes by and you hear him go, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she walks out totally sub-zero Mortal Kombat status. She ripped out his spine, but it's not all the way out. It's only about it's like. attached to him. Yeah, it's about a foot out, which will come yeah. into hilarity in a minute. He's like a jack-in-the-box. Yeah. And anyway, so. A battle ensues where she eliminates everybody with the exception. Yeah. Stab. Now, does Riverman get bitten here? I think he does. Or scratched um, or something. He does get He gets infected. Yeah. yeah uh, Julie to the escape. New da. Riverman, Julie escape. Uh, Kurt. Uh, no, doesn't he get news? bitten by one of like the uh, Santos and Company gang? Like, oh, yeah. Back. Felipe. Felipe yeah. becomes a zombie and attacks um, uh, attacks uh, the girl Riverman. and Riverman, yeah. And then right at that point, you're right. And then right at that point, John steps in and and freezes Julie and and the rest. And then Kurt like kind of passes out. And then we cut to them being experimented on, right? And uh, Kurt is walking around and and he's just walking willy the nilly free. Not like. Anything has ever happened bad with him Nothing just walking around? Nope. You know, might no, as well just, you know, he's, just he's, he's showered since then. He doesn't care. He's like Jerry Seinfeld, like, oh, I guess I'll date someone else. No, oh, no, that's know. not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the fact that these government agents are letting him just walk around the facility for no reason. Right. Not like he they started this whole thing. They don't know if he was infected or not. Like, you inspect them for bite marks? What if he swallowed some zombie trioxin? You don't know. Yeah, exactly. But it's it's funny because, like, he is... He's just roaming free. Now, Julie is tied up, but when he's walking around roaming free, he sees that Riverman is being cut up for this exoskeleton project, and he's getting, like, a drill on his head. And this yeah. is where my wife got really mad at this movie because her favorite character was Riverman, and she's like, if he dies, I'm out. Well, he gets even cooler. No, he. Di- that's why I said I said wait for it. it. It's it'll pay off. So now here's our 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 last act, and shit goes crazy because they think they can control the River Man after they have because he's the first prototype for the exoskeleton. Wrong right. fucking move, dude. River Man yeah. breaks out and just starts murdering motherfuckers, including this bitch too. And I just am so happy every time I see her die. I'm like, yeah, it's totally worth it. They try I mean, to. Yeah, they made a bad person, you know, die. Like that's what you want to happen. You yeah, know? and then then they have. Also, yeah, and then after that, all the zombie barrels just burst open for no apparent reason. It's just like, oh, I guess like they can only be in there for a certain amount of time, and then they burst open. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you know, but they all do it spontaneously. You know, so whatever. Maybe it's like Alien, where like you know the eggs know when people are around, and they just bump. Anyway, doesn't well, matter. It happens in all like the uh, Return of Living Dead movies. They just all the zombies come out of nowhere. You know, they just come up from the ground. They just do. They just pop out. They all. You need to have hey, man, a bunch I'm, of zombies. I'm not mad at it. I'm not. But I'm no. just saying it's very convenient movie. It's very convenient. So yes. then they're going to stop. Uh, uh, sorry, uh, they try to stop Riverman, and they they hit the back of his 
his, you know, the exoskeleton thing, the little lever, which makes yeah. him go into like a hands up, don't shoot. Wait a minute. Riverman's black. Oh, hold on. Wait a minute. Wait <laughs> oh, a minute. Uh oh. Wait a uh -oh. minute. Did they uh -oh. explain uh -oh. something before? No. I, I don't I know. Maybe were, they, let's were just, they trying to make a point? I I think we should move on from the subject. So I, I think, like, think they were trying to make a point. Maybe. So, wait, dude. I, I mean, we can get into some lot of trouble by making a lot of jokes right now. So anyway, then Riverman, um, you know, he's locked up, and then Kurt shows him the coin. You might say our hands are up about, on making jokes of this. So. So anyway, uh, and then oh wait, hold on, sweetie, come here. How sad were you when Riverman died? See, even she thinks that Riverman should have lived. Technically, his character is still alive. His character is still alive. Um, God, I was just out of wine, too. Thank you, sweetheart. Now, we're doing Coppola again. This one's a Claret, which is just a fancy name for fucking Red Blend because they didn't want to. Anyway. Um, so, yeah, Riverman is still alive. And when he shows him the coin, Riverman, like, keeps his consciousness. He's like, nods his head and he goes, you, you know this. You know me. You saved us. So... This place is under lockdown because of all the zombie outbreak. It just automatically. Let me say this. That's that's a throwback to like other zombie films where sometimes like zombies can keep that sort of mentality of what they used to do in their real world or yeah. their real life. You know, like you know, like the mall scenes with like Dawn of the Dead. They're still like carrying bags and just riding escalators. Oh, but this... that's what they were used to doing. You know, <clears throat> this is also kind of like Bub. You know, um, yeah, yeah, like, we're. Uh, 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 Day of the Day. Day of the Dead, yeah. Which um, is a that's a movie I'd like to do with you too, because I know you. It's okay. I love the opening scene of that movie, but the rest of the movie is like kind of eh. It's okay, but it, it has some interesting. It has good it, scene. It's okay. It. It's it if it was edited properly, that would be one of the greatest movies ever. If it was edited properly, but it's not, because it really is all over the fucking place. Back to this movie, us being all over the fucking place. So. Uh, yeah, once a zombie outbreak happens, once, you know, uh, like, they all start popping out and everything. Oh, by the way, we see uh, Santos's gang. They're all in cages, and they're going fucking crazy, right? They're all, like, just like wild monkeys, you know, that spit on you like Kramer did. Uh oh, drink, drink. Monkeys spinning on you in a cage. That's Seinfeld. Oh, but also Santos, dude, like, his head is head somehow yeah. animated up. Like his spinal cord is holding his head up, and he's out like, "Essay." I think he even says "essay" when he's a zombie too. I'm pretty it's sure so cool. Like, like that's such a cool idea, even it, though it would not it is. work. You know, it's a cool effect. No, you're right. It is. It is a really cool effect, though. But he's like, Ey. you know, and uh, but the coolest effect though of all the zombies out of out of the gang is the Filipino girl, dude. She looks evil when she's. I forget how she looks. How did she look? Half her face is like ripped off. And oh, she yeah. she acts really well because when she's in the cage, she doesn't just move around. She actually looks methodical where she's trying to bust open the door, you know. Hmm. And then we see Julie like cowering, like uh, uh you know, just all like, huh, 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 you know, right. And she's still like human, human, kinda, yeah, you know? kind of, yeah. And she's all cleaned up, you know, yeah. no shards in her. So why would they clean her up? Because tetanus or something? I don't know. Because anyway, she's a zombie. I know. Still, kind of. Kind of, she's a vampire it zombie. Long, it takes her a long time to turn for some reason. I think one. I I have an idea about this actually. What if the reason why she's able to keep her shit together is because she wasn't bitten by a zombie? She died and then just got the trioxin. 
Hmm? Yeah, maybe. Maybe it just takes longer. Yeah, yeah. maybe it takes longer. Yeah, I don't know. But infection so goes, infection goes quicker through a bite that infects, you know, yeah. And maybe, yeah, maybe it goes straight to bloodstream, whereas when you breathe it in, it, it takes longer to go through the blood-brain barrier. I'm not sure. But anyway, so shows him the coin. Riverman realizes, like, oh, yeah, it's you, and, and you mean me no harm. And this place is on this place is on lockdown quarantine with these like bars that go down and lock every door. So even if you have the card, it doesn't matter. Riverman rips it open, and at this point, that zombie where his shoulder was fused to his the the original uh, zombie yeah. out of the barrel. Yeah, yeah, bites Kurt, right? And yeah. then it's like, oh shit! Oh shit! Now so, we got to do a Terminator Two ending. Exactly. So <laughs> then. Uh, you see John, and John goes, Come on, son. Leave her behind. She's gone. She's dead. Come with me. We'll get out of here. And he goes, No, Dad. It's too late. And he shows him his arm, and he's got a bite. And then uh, uh, he's like, Kurt, he also no. Gives thumbs up. No, he doesn't. But No, no, he does not come up. But you see John's, like, other cabinet guy, the colonel or whatever, and he grabs him and he goes, He's done, John. Come on. And then John's like, Okay, cool. I guess. Yeah. He just like right. whatever. Yeah. He right. puts his hand out once and goes no, and then that's it. No. And then runs away. And then we see Julie and we see uh, um, we see Kurt, and she's like, he turns on the incinerator where they burn all the body parts, you know. And she's like, where are we going, idiot? And he goes, where we belong. <laughs> and then you see him kiss, and you see the fire, oh. and then you see the no. credits. But like, how else are you gonna end it? But like, that's fine. But here's the thing, like. I, I don't understand the ending so much. Like for a kid who has his first lay, I, I understand it. Yes, you, the first girl that you ever had, you know, whatever. You're like, oh, I'm gonna die with for this girl. You know, it's like you're a teenager. Meanwhile, keep laid. in mind, audience, that Jonathan and I were both almost sharing the same fucking girlfriend. And <laughs> when this came out, we were watching it. Yeah, <laughs> Shout out Nicole Fields. I, Nicole I listens to, to this too, which is funny. Time, you know, but maybe earlier you know in life you know after you banged her nah I was done wait a minute you know what's funny is the music ended exactly when the movie ended like the the bed music which is which is very fitting um 109 minutes yeah exactly 109 minutes we're at 114 now uh no I'm with you I mean but how if else you, are you gonna end it though if you had a chance to end this movie what would you have happen would you have the father well, and well, son well, 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 hold on first off do I have this guy or do I have the fur dog? Let's say you have the fur dog. Ooh. It's a better movie because of the fur dog. Not not Crow 4 fur dog, but like early fur dog. I would have him not get bit and her kill herself in the in the thing and and he goes, "No!" That's what I would do. You know, exactly See, Terminator would... 2 ending except for he's not bit, you know. And her I like would have her the committing dog, Yeah, go ahead. The fur dog would have to kill his own girlfriend, and the dad would be behind a closed what? door that sealed off. Uh, you know, and watch and, and like pound on it or something. Yeah, and he's like, No, you have to kill her. You have to kill her. And he's like, I, I can't do it, Dad. I can't do it, Dad. Ooh. You left mom. Wait a minute. You know? How about the pet cemetery ending where the dad walks in and he's all evil, you know, and he's like, It's gonna be great. We're all gonna be a happy yeah. family. What about yeah, that ending? <laughs> can yeah, we can great. we do the uh uh 
the Pet Cemetery Two. I don't know. The Pet Cemetery Two ending would have worked as well. I, I I love when his mom is burning up. She's like, "Stay here. It's better." better. I know. It's just like every time my mom would say, like during custody battles, "It's stay with me. It's better." It's like, <laughs> yeah, you're right. burning up, bitch. Really, I'm gonna stay here. Well, in right. my thing, it's like. We live in an apartment, and you're fucking my uncle. I don't know how this is better, but okay. Oh shit! Right. Sorry, you're involved with that. Oh fuck! Yeah, and some. Well, that was now uh, now everyone knows why we're BCs. Well, well, well. Well, that, I think that just about does it. And, and any any other thoughts about um, this movie? I mean, will you rewatch it? It was on Shutter. Uh, so, yeah, the movie is in itself. I love like the. The in-between scenes. Yeah. The end of the movie, I don't care. The beginning of the movie, I only like it for the zombie part. Like that dude who plays. Let's just be honest. The sewer scene, once the Santos gang comes in, is when the movie really takes off. Oh, absolutely. But I I would say, like, I I love, like, the scene where she dies and hits the pole. It's it's really out of of left field. You're like, oh, fuck. Yeah, it is. You're like, I didn't see that shit coming. No, Um, not at all. I will say and this. Then, like, yeah, go ahead. I like the set piece of like the convenience store and like how I Felipe do too. Got and level, level seven. seven. Yeah, exactly. Getting a level and seven is super important. The game that they're playing, I don't think there is a level seven. That's the I don't think part. so either. Um, I think they're just playing a standard arcade game with it, like a high score. Um, keep it's in like mind, this, Geo, this, yeah. this came out in 90, 93, so it's probably a Neo Geo game. Oh, also. This movie, I remember, like, uh, I went with, like, one of my high, not high, yeah, maybe ninth grade. Maybe we were uh, middle school. I don't know. But we I was, when, when when you and I first watched this movie, I was, I'll remember, I, I was uh, 14 turning 15. So that would put us at, what, 98, 97? Uh, I stole this movie from Suncoast. My my buddy, he stole a porno when because Suncoast did have some porn. He mm-hmm. stole a porno. I stole uh, Return of the Living Dead 3. Good choice. Because, yeah, like I want to watch a movie that I'm well, not that I wouldn't watch a porno over and over again, but I wanted something but, I could well, like jerk off to and watch. Oh, yeah. See, I wanted to like get everything of what's in the bag, both bags, yeah. dude. I want this everything is, in the so bag. So this is Jonathan Fallen's <laughs> only porno where he sits through the rest of the movie after he comes. Dude, don't sh- dude, isn't that the best directed porn ever? I guess. That's what you want fucking seats. Well, I've that's never jerked what- off to this movie. But dude, that's what Boogie Nights is about. Is about I, I was just know, about to bring that up, too. Right. It's uh Burt Reynolds trying to like make a porn that like you we want to keep them sitting there because they're so enthralled, they gotta see what happens. Exactly. Well, guess what? He fucks her, he fucks her, and then that they fuck, and then they fuck. But you know. Yeah, I mean, most definitely. Um, I think this movie is really good in the sense that my wife was able to stomach it it's a fun movie it really is a fun popcorn movie it is not like yeah it's good and and it's one of those things where like for real i wrote down pages and notes and i went off memory because it's just it's a movie about moments it really doesn't have like the plot line doesn't really matter it's 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 boy and girl are in love girl dies boy try it's it's romeo and juliet and they both die at the end that's exactly what it is it's a popcorn flick where you can talk out loud during the movie. Exactly, and you're not going to lose anything. And most of the movie is visual. It's not like the dialogue is great. So I'm going right. to go ahead and play the trailer, and then we're going to get out of here. So uh, anything before we get out of here, Jonathan? That's it, man. Like, I think we did it. I think we did it. So from all of us here at the Night Party Podcast, remember, 
to be eth- sorry, be kind, rewind. And Jonathan, anything from you? Uh, uh, go fuck yourself. All right. I got to go return yeah. some videotapes. So, right. yeah. See you later, dude. Thanks. When the boss's son, remember? Until they went looking for a thrill and stumbled on the chilling fact. Let's proceed. That even the dead can go on living. They came back to life. We gotta get out of here. And tonight, fate will put their promises ah! to the test. <laughs> <laughs>